All right, welcome back into Better's Last Stand, Episode 5. We're here at the Pine Room, hoping we escape the rain today. Uh, been an exciting week for us. We had a lot going on last week. We had Lauren the Better feature. Uh, I'm sure most of you listened to that. If you haven't yet, check that out. We had a nice uh, outing at Scafidi's with some high school teams from uh, uh, Ohio and West Virginia last week. Uh, so we're going to do it again here at Generations on Wednesday, and uh, should be a fun night, guys. Yes, definitely. Um, Scafidi's was a ball. Uh, I want to thank those teams again for being there, the five teams that showed up. I want to wish them the best of luck as, uh, as the high schools crank it up two days from uh, – well, no, when this comes out, it'll be – The this? day of, right? Or no, we Wednesday. Wednesday here yeah. on uh, so, Better's Last so Day So when this after. comes out, uh, they'll open, uh, open up tomorrow. So yeah, we exciting just... time. Starting to cool down yes. uh, a little bit. Starting to have to wear a, a long sleeve shirt and uh, – Feel that uh, that temperature dropping a little bit, and starting that. Matt asked me earlier if it, that smell in the air, and I said when the temperature drops, and and football's not far away, that smell, yep. just that that smell in the air, and I it, think it's I think it's about here. Yeah, when we just had our uh, our second show down at WKKX, uh, the Watchdog, that was really fun. Talked a lot of high school sports. Uh, mostly, I mean, high school football, actually, yeah. not any other sports yet. <laughs> Maybe sometime, but, uh, yeah, went through uh, betting lines for those games uh, for fun. Uh, the guys made their picks. We uh, analyzed, broke down the, the card. Uh, high school football in Ohio starts Thursday night, so uh, check out some of the good matchups there. Uh, you can listen to that uh, that archive show that we just did on the WKKX uh, Watchdog website if you're interested. Luke, how are you doing today? Did you have I'm fun in there? Yes, it was a blast. It was. Uh, it's always just great to be uh, get on live and just talk about high school sports and just talk about how the team is going to be this year. It was really fun. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's a nice uh, step away from talking about the Pirates and, uh, you know, even the Steelers and things like that. But, yeah, it was, it was good. Uh, thanks again to uh, Rocky, Kayleen, and uh, Howard and all the all the team down there at WKKX. They've been really nice to us. Uh, we've enjoyed it. That hour went really fast today. It was, it was fun yeah. talking. Uh, you know, we'll be doing it every week, so check us out uh, 2 to 3 p.m. on Mondays on The Watchdog. Uh, guys, uh Weekend sports-wise, uh, not a ton of excitement again, but we're, we're starting to build up. We had preseason football kicking off. Uh, all those games, as Coach mentioned on our KKX yeah. show, uh, the overs hitting 13-3. and three. Uh, Thir- Yeah, 13-3, and three, and as you said, uh, a lot of them weren't even close. Yeah, they flew. I mean, honestly, uh, some of those games were over. You could right. tell they were going to go over in the first quarter. These teams, I right. don't know. What it, whether it's uh, second-team defenses yeah. against the first-team offense, it puts up quick points. Uh, or what it is, but you said maybe the first-team defenses I, might be playing. I heard some interesting things uh, about that because you were mentioning it the other day, and I, I thought I'd do a little bit of research. 90-plus uh, uh, plays, additional plays overall in all the games, so they're running more plays, so the tempo of the offenses have been higher. Uh, 150 more points scored, obviously. That's that's craziness. Uh, Two-plus offensive plays more per game average so they're running quicker plays the temp that that's kind of what is going to tempo uh they thought that a lot of the coaches that would have settled for field goals in the regular season ended up going for it which ended up in touchdowns of the drive either scored on it on the fourth down or they got a first down and that which led to a score uh that was that was kind of higher than they anticipated for a regular season where guys will settle for points a little bit more and the other thing was tackling 
a lot of these teams don't tackle during the practice. Yeah. And then you get these guys don't want to wrap up and the guy gets shakes free. We're yeah. right at the sticks. And, you know, you, you know how many times if you got the unders in these games and you're just like, okay, they throw it two yards short on third and nine and the guy can't wrap up and he slips three free and he gets five more yards first down and then yeah. they end up scoring. Yeah, and I and I had a lot of those games under the total. I just I just like preseason games under yep. just for a simple fact. I'm, I think they're trying to – Figure out their, you know, their personnel, and they, they they run the football a lot. But man, was I agonizing! Like you just said, I'd watch a guy catch a pass seven yards short of the sticks, and I said, "Okay, we just held him, missed tackle, another missed tackle, and, and then you know, then they move the sticks again, and then and then as soon as you know, or before you know it, they're they're in the end zone again. That was it yeah. was agonizing as an under better. To right. watch that, it, but you, uh, you, I've already alluded to the fact that they've uh, the books have already uh, yeah going through these totals just before we came on the broadcast here, uh, just seeing the, what they're opening up. Last last week's uh, opening average was thirty one point six uh, as a total, and it closed at thirty five point five. That was what they got bet up. They that, got they got bet up about four points every game. I, I figured it was about. I figured it was around thirty five or thirty six. Yeah, it closed about thirty five point five seven. And now, right now, just looking down this card really quickly, you got here's an opener thirty nine already to forty one, thirty eight to forty, thirty six to thirty eight, forty to forty two. 40, 40, 42. Okay, so they're, you're opening in the high 30s, many of all of them, almost every game except for two are into the 40s already for this weekend. So uh, obviously bookmakers make the adjustment, and you as a better now need to come back and follow that sharp money, start seeing where it's going. Uh, you had some guys already busting up the uh, the overs early on, and that's a, a misconception that I wanted to mention from last week I was going to talk about. Uh, pro betters love the preseason. They're like the really oh, yeah. good ones. Yes. They, they, the coaches are going to tell you who's playing. They're going to tell you the game plan, and you're going to see major moves on the on these points, spreads, and especially the totals because these guys have basically they've been told what's going to happen in the game. So they're firing, and these big syndicates where you'll have uh, a group of basically investors, they'll they'll people will throw their money together as pros, and they'll make the bets. They'll go and hit it at every book they can get it, and these guys clean up. You you'll see more pro bettors make making bets in the preseason than you will during the regular season because most of the of the season pros who are honest they'll tell you it's very hard to beat the NFL in the regular season oh, absolutely. extremely hard yes. they'll, they'll find their success in college they have you know because there's so many games in college you're bound to find a couple of you know suspect numbers maybe that you can jump on early information's harder to get sometimes but in the preseason, the NFL, these guys do really well. So uh, keep keep an eye on that. Like I was talking about, go on the Wager Talk site, check out the lines, uh, how they move, the money that's going on each side of them, and uh, see if you can't find uh, some good value this week. And uh, as Coach and I were talking, maybe maybe it's time to start coming in on a little bit on the unders this week. Uh, the first team defenses could be playing a little bit more this week, and uh, you know, never know. Luke, what do you think? Um, what I've what I've been watching over the weekend, it's just. They're hyping up all these players that they're going to be great in the NFL, but we don't realize that the, some of these quarterbacks and all that just got drafted and all these players that got drafted, they're right. going against second and third team sure, defenses. Yeah. So, I mean, we can't you can't hype them up and say they're going to be really good because a good example is Kenny Pickett. He had a great game, but, I mean, he's going against a third-string a third string defense. I mean, I, I just can't I can't give him any hype yet. I thought it was a horrible pick still. So Yeah, I I, I would agree. Now I saw his, his average completion was six yards. Like, yeah. you know, that's not going to win anything you know, yeah. on, a, on a Sunday in the fall. So, yeah. Uh, Coach, any other observations yeah, from the weekend? Yeah, every Everybody high on Kenny Pickett. I mean, really, really high. And I, I, I mean, like Luke said, that's way early to be right. like, like uh, sending out the Hall of Fame ballots <laughs> yeah. on him. I yeah. mean, 
come on, it, you know, like when when he gets in the real games, like you said, and he's got to go to Baltimore, he's got to go to Cleveland, you know, he's got to go uh, on the road to some of these uh, hostile environments and yeah. some of these the first team defense. It's, it's going to be. I, I, I'm not saying he's not going to be good, right? But I think the hype on him right now is a little and, a little much. And reading reading defenses here in a few weeks is going to be totally different than the other night when he got going against guys who are just barely trying to make the roster. Yes. Yeah, uh, it, it's just it's a little bit more vanilla of a game. And and one of the keys too to those games is not being able to get off the field on third down, which we just talked that about about being able to make stops. But that changes a lot because that's where you'll see the good teams. And you start looking at third down efficiency. To me, was always some key thing that that when you're taking an account. Quarterback in third down efficiency is kind of like where I go as a better on a Sunday, even yeah. though it's still really hard, obviously. But you you may be able to find a little value with that because the teams that can convert on third down on offense and the ones that can stop people a little bit on defense are the ones who are going to be in there to cover spreads. It's just you know it's just the way it's going to work. So uh, yeah, I mean some of those rookies had decent times. Uh, there's still some other ones that were there were horrible. Was it uh, uh, Corral was was horrendous? Wasn't he like one for nine or yeah. something? Yeah, he was really bad. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think it's funny. Jimmy Garoppolo is just sitting around like no one wants him. I think the Browns will end up making a move on him, hopefully for their sake. My but, Seahawks need him. Yeah, well, I doubt they'll trade him in the division. But, yeah, you never know. But I just find it funny that all the teams are satisfied with their quarterback situation right now. No one's making a move on him yet, I, I find strange. Because he is better. I'm not saying he's great, but he's better than a lot of the guys that are playing right now. Yeah. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about the NFC East today, which yeah. has some interesting quarterback, uh, very interesting uh, positions. You know, you're talking Carson Wentz. How's he gonna yeah. be? Uh, Dak Prescott. This is you know this is probably a, a make or break season for him and them. So right. Uh, and Jalen Hurts, they've they've surrounded him with some some really good receivers, yeah. which we're gonna talk about. So I think that division has some court. Well, uh, all the divisions have some quarterback issues, except you're, you're solid guys. But I think. You know you're gonna see you're gonna see as you said I can't believe all these teams are settled in with yeah. the, with the quarterback that they have like um, I'm it's gonna be interesting that with the with the Steelers with Trubisky and Pickett. yeah and, you know, they're getting that, a lot of pressure to to play the the young guy early but I don't know I don't know if that makes much sense I like Trubisky I think he I think he did well I think he should be the clear starter yeah right now. I I agree I agree and I didn't think Mason Rudolph was as terrible as everybody thinks he's a decent backup I think but yeah it'll uh, it'll be uh, I, I don't know what to think about Mike Tomlin he, he uh, you never yeah, you never yeah. know but I and and another interesting uh, uh, little tidbit from uh, you guys will get a kick out of this I don't know if this is you job or Jarrett said this to me that. When when you said Matt, I think it was eight and zero at one point. The yeah. uh, the games first were, eight. They, were they, over. They, yeah, do you know do you know what the first game that went under? Now uh, the, the Chiefs, now, right against who? Bears. The Bears and under. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I told that I told yeah. Champ. For those of you who don't know, Champ, all his famous slogan is "Bears and under." I don't give a fuck. And <laughs> he he says it all the time when the Bears had that daunting defense with Brian Urlacher and all yeah. that stuff. And he's been saying it for years. So we actually thought Jubb should make a shirt that has him saying that. But yeah, Bears I, and I, under. I, I just got a kick out of that because I think it was Jarrett that, did, and I didn't even think about it. And yeah. he said, "That's Champ, Bears yep, and under." Bears and, and, and under. Was, and it was eight zero, and that. That was the first yeah. game, yeah. so I said, "There's Champ uh, rearing his ugly head about the ba- the Bears <laughs> and under." Maybe not anymore with losing Roquan Smith. Yeah, that's a big. But Bears, boy, when we talk about that division, oh boy, the Bears—they yeah, they might that, be the worst. Yeah, team that's going to be that's K-R- gonna, 
terrible. That's going to be a bad. That's going to be a bad situation. The Bears. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, as Mark mentioned, coming up on the show today, we got the uh, NFC East preview, and then we're going to talk some SEC football. Uh, anything else betting wise from the weekend, guys? Uh, golf or NASCAR? Treat you all right, coach? Or? Uh golf. I. I. Uh, I. I. No, I, I was a little better than than even. Uh, I did. I did fairly well. Cameron Smith. Uh, he faded a little bit on me in the, in uh, on Sunday, but uh, you know he's he's pushing to be the number one golfer in the world now. Uh, yeah, uh, and then he's got the the live and, stuff going on and, around him. And and Scheffler didn't even make the cut and, in and this. Uh, Smith pulled out of the tournament this week with a did hip, he? with a hip problem. Oh, okay. I okay. just saw that. Uh, but but uh, golf, you know, Finau's on fire right now. Yes, Tony Finau. Well. T- Tony Finau's playing uh, really well. Um, uh, so I, I I split out a little bit there, and then NASCAR I I, I split out. Um, I usually bet against a couple of guys, and they they hurt me a little bit. But <laughs> well, Kurt Busch hasn't been in in no, three weeks, so in, you, you haven't been able to fade uh, Kurt Busch, which no, is your go-to. No, but. I and I, I I bet against a couple other guys, but uh, it, it was good. And yeah. uh, that you know some of the tracks are more fun than others. Uh, yeah. this, this track was uh, yeah, decent, but Richmond's all right. I mean, a lot yeah. of times guys burn up brakes, and the tires continue to be an issue. I like uh, Martinsville better than yeah, uh, yeah. I'd agree. Richmond. Kevin Harvick wins back to back, which yeah. is crazy. He hadn't won in like sixty some races. Yeah, uh, so I think there's what. Two more races. Yeah, and then uh, we're into the playoffs. What so. do we got? We got uh, Daytona is Daytona Road. Or it's, it's two weeks. Uh, what's coming up this week, uh, Chris? Uh, do you know that? By the way, dang it, I had it on the notes. NASCAR race. What this week? Do you know? Watkins Glen. Yeah, oh, that's okay. right. Yeah, Watkins yeah, yeah. Glen. So and good road I, course there. Yep. Yeah, and then I think, uh, and then I think they end the, the regular season with Daytona. Is that is that correct? Uh, correct? Well, I wouldn't. I don't know if they would do back to back road courses or not. No, I thought it was. Uh, no, it, no, yeah, they wouldn't do Daytona the big okay. speedway yet. But uh, yeah, so two, oh, you know what? I, my, is it Talladega? Could be. Yeah, because Ta- well, Talladega used to have a a. Uh, no, you're right. Uh, yeah, Coke Zero Four Hundred. Yeah. That's uh, that's the following week. Yeah, you're right. It's Daytona. Yeah, it is Daytona. Yeah, that's what I thought. The speed, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so that's okay. great. So, so there's two awesome. races left, and I think there's one big battle. With, um, there's t- yeah, uh, it's Blaney and Truex Blaney right now and Truex, battling yeah. it out for that last playoff that spot. Last and Kevin Harvick by winning. So those guys, uh, for those of you who don't follow NASCAR, uh, if you win, as long as there's not so many winners that you can't, the field exceeds. Uh, you you uh you automatically get in the playoffs. So right down to it, Kevin Harvick won back to back weeks. So if you're not one of the guys that is in there yet, at least the guy that already had won won. So that, it doesn't take a, another spot away from. But you. they did say there was a chance with uh, three right. races left that a guy that had won could might be out. not get right. in. But I think that's done now. Since well, because Harvick was a repeat. Was a repeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think everybody that's won is in. And then obviously there's some guys still fighting for I believe that last spot. Yeah, yeah. Right? It was I, I think it's basically between Blaney and Truax. Well, I think, like, I think unless a guy true. sneaks in out of nowhere and wins. So you know yeah. you'll be seeing guys gamble too next week, yeah. literally on the track, taking uh, you know questionable pit strategies, things like that, trying to stretch in on gas or short pit or something like that to try to win that race. So should be good. Uh, Watkins Glen always provides excitement anyway. So. Uh, yeah. We'll look forward to that one, and then uh, and then I took a took a major blow, and as uh, I don't know whether Matt mentioned or not, but on our scroll uh, on our scrolling board not. up here, we have uh, the picks that we've given uh, on the first four shows, our best picks out of each college conference, out of the uh, each NFL division. So you can check those out and follow those and see how we do. But I took a major blow because uh, I loved Wake Forest over their win total and. Quarterback Sam Hartman, who was yes. probably a Heisman contender, is out with a non 
football injury. I don't yeah. think we still know. Still what don't. That is. Yeah, Wake Forest is being pretty quiet to respect his privacy. So it sounds like it could be something serious. But they expect him back this year. Luke, are you hearing anything about that? Yeah, I was just going to wonder. I was actually going to ask you, is the total going down, like heavy? Or uh, yeah, people were betting it. It already went down to 7.5 in most spots. So, yeah, it, it's it's taken a lot. Of, but a lot of places took it off the board for a while because they knew they were going to get just crushed. I heard uh, Bay's boy Brad Power saying he was r- running to the kiosk in the middle of the night out in Nevada to, to pound uh, Wake Forest under bets at 8.5 before yeah. the books moved well, in. Well, I mean, so. I can see why now because yeah. Sam Hartman was the real deal. But yeah. hopefully he comes back. Hopefully yeah. he's okay. Yeah, hopefully and he's it, all right. And yeah. hopefully my bet can uh, still come through. But I, now I have my doubts about that that being able to yeah. uh, get, get over the numbers. So. Any uh, any bad beats for either one of you guys? Anything you followed over the weekend? There was, there was some – baseball just no I, you know, I i had a i had a good beat actually i had uh i had the giants against the pirates yesterday uh <laughs> you know the money line and they, right. they were a heavy favorite and they they dicked around and and lost the lead they were up five nothing got and then yeah. the pirates went up six five and then of course in the in the typical pirate uh fashion they let a uh, pop-up drop drop between a short center fielder and uh second baseman and tied the game and then then the Pirates take a lead on uh, on on the Giants in the top of the ninth uh, when uh, Longoria throws a slow roller into the right field, and then uh, and then uh, of course the Pirates give up two run walk off homer. Home, so, that, yeah. so I was on a good yeah. I was a good on the good end of a bad beat yesterday. I, that which, game was a roller coaster, which definitely. doesn't happen much. If you had Giants money line though, oh God, you had to be pissed. Oh Jesus, I was a mask yeah. and I I got bailed out, but it. To watch the Pirates, uh, and, you know, we all talk about it. It's just, it's, it's painful to watch. It's, it's embarrassing. It is, it is, it is embarrassing. And, and if, if any of those guys, Cherry, Cher, what's his name, Charrington, or yeah, ben or Nutting, or, yeah. or Shelton, thinks they're going in the right direction, they they are so blind. It, yeah. It's just a, it's a train wreck. They're it a is. train wreck. He Brian Hayes never plays. We were talking about that before the show. He's always hurt. I don't think um, I don't think uh, the shortstop uh, his name slips my mind. O'Neill Cruz. O'Neill Cruz is going to be what everybody. I mean, he's got some tools. There's no doubt. But he strikes out a lot. Uh, and yeah. I think I, I think that he reminds me a little bit of Polanco at yes. the plate. Uh, Very raw. Yeah, just, just yeah. So I I, I don't I, what, Pirates what, never seem to develop these guys. They never get better when they play for what's, the Pirates. What's exciting about the Pirates? They, you have no not one pitcher that's exciting. They're they're defensively they're they're a train wreck. Yeah. I mean I, they can't score. They I'd like to know what the run differential is uh, yeah. this year. It was it was like in hundreds yeah. uh, at yeah. one point. It's not pretty. Yeah. So they're not they're pretty. just as as diehard pirate fans. Uh, you know we were diehard. It's 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 depressing and I I can't even pull myself to root yeah. for them. Yeah. Baseball is uh, starting to get interesting. Um, you got oh some yeah. Pennant races shaping up and uh, still some bad beats. I, I I this was one that I wanted to mention on here. The game, oh, I think it was Friday night's game, the Yankees and Red Sox. The Yankees were leading 2-1 to one in the ninth inning, and the Red Sox ended up tying it and winning it in the 10th, 3-2. But Boston had been 0-45 for 45 on the season when trailing, entering the ninth inning, and they and they got the Yankees Unbelievable. 0-45 for and 0-for for their last 78 uh, going back into last year, trailing in the ninth inning. I'm so. still not sold on the Yankees. No. I, I am not. No, their bullpen's starting to show some signs of, of you know, fatigue, so that's not good. And they go, they go through stretches where they can't score. Yeah, that, that's bizarre. Nick, they got a big series Nick, coming with the Rays now. Nick keeps giving me the over on them, and they, they, yeah. can't, they go in the fifth inning every game with no runs yesterday. Yeah. I, I, I bet the first five innings yesterday in that game under. I love that game under with Michael Walker. Um, 
Uh, shoot, who was pitching for the Yankees? Uh, oh, Tyone. Uh, Tyone. Tyone. Yeah, I love that game under uh, in five innings. It was one nothing. That was yeah. that's one of the easiest ones I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, and they just they just can't score. Yeah, it's it's strange with a lineup like that. Uh, uh, Nick keeps saying they're they're banged up, but I'm, oh, I'm, okay. I'm not seeing oh, okay. it. I, I so, don't. Yeah, I think but. just because Stanton's been out, but I'm not sold on their three star. I don't think Cortez. I know he was an all star, but I don't yeah. think he's that good. I, I think Garrett Cole is the most overrated pitcher same in the Luke. league. Same. And I also think Tao Yon. I mean, we saw what he did for the Pirates. He sucks. Yeah, he's, he's just having. Right. I mean, he's just um, every time. He's okay. Yeah, yeah, he's not very. He's good. a number three or four. He has. Yeah. He has a good. What, what is he? Twelve and three or something. Yeah, he's got a good record, but I mean. Most guys would have a decent record on that team, uh, you, you would think anyway. But uh, yeah, ba- baseball just continues to just terrorize you as a better. Just the bad beats. I mean, just uh, the other another game that I wanted. <laughs> Dodgers Royals was scoreless in the bottom of the seventh. It finished eight to three. Dodgers. I mean, if you have that game under nine, you got to be thinking. I'm in. I'm in a decent spot, and then boom, here it goes. But, well, and we talked to Lauren the better. Um, you know, last week, and we talked about baseball, and she she was on the same uh, page as us. She yeah. she hates baseball. She yeah. just she's just betting it now because really there's nothing else to bet on. Yes, because baseball is literally impossible, and I think we attribute to that that they play so much. Yes, yeah, they play so many games, and there, some of them are fatigued. Some guys get fatigued. Yeah. Some, the you know the pitch, whatever. What's whatever. your motivation to show up at the ballpark if you're on some of these teams? Oh dear God! I mean, the one guy just had his cell phone flying out of his yeah, that was sliding a, into third for the Pirates. He just got called up. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe uh, some of these September call-ups will like, liven it up. Well, a they, bit. he said he for he said he forgot Got about it, it, yeah, it forgot when about he was, uh, but that, like it was the fourth inning, and, yeah. and some dude said, "When you sit down, yeah, couldn't you? It'd be like was, Champ yeah. having his, his phone yeah, his in his shoe. shoe. Yeah, can't you feel it when yeah. you sit down? If yeah, I had yeah. my phone in my back pocket and I sat down, yeah, I'm going to realize. You usually, know it's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like a soft cushion where you don't realize no. it's the, the hard uh, yep. piece of material that you're going to feel. <laughs> Like and and he slides in and like the umpire was like, "Whoa, what is yeah. that?" Umpire, and, third and base coach he points down to it. Like, Jesus. Yeah, just another embarrassing moment for the Pirates. Well, yes. one of many. He's he's actually batting unbelievable though. After that, he's like <laughs> he's probably like five for eight in his last uh, like eighted bat. So he's actually yeah. maybe it might help him. Rodolfo Castro. Yeah, Castro. Yeah, he'll be he'll be. He and I get a cell he'll, phone commercial now. He'll, yeah. he'll, he'll probably be DFA'd by. Uh, yeah. You know, could by, be. by October. I thought maybe the next morning he might. I hope Van Meter is at least. <laughs> yeah, that's some bad. That's so, Chris's guy. So anyway, we're going to talk. Uh, as everybody says, uh, the SEC, the Big Boy Conference. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're going to we're going to hit on that and uh, some interesting stats about the SEC I, that that uh, we'll talk about here in a little bit. But yep. uh, I'm I'm excited to talk about the SEC. And when I when I talk about the SEC, that really to me gets the the football bloods flowing. That's I don't why we why. saved him for towards the end. Yeah, I don't know why. It just it's just different football. You know, I've been to see. Uh, I, I yeah, went and got to see couple. LSU uh, uh, play Florida, and Florida play Georgia, and it's yeah. it's it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat to to you know be involved in the SEC because it's Absolutely. just. You know, you can say what you want about it, but it is it is different football. It's, it is. It's different. I'm excited to talk about them uh, today because there's yeah. some there's some teams I really like, some teams that are like a little off the radar, but I think could be really Absolutely. Make, make some noise. Should be good. Uh, we're going to get into the SEC right after this break. You're yep. watching Better's Last Stand. Reminder, Better's Last Stand is for informational and entertainment purposes only. All wagering activities should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, contact 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2777. 
888-789-2537. You're watching Better's Last Stand. We're back here on Better's Last Stand, Episode 5. We're going to dive into the SEC here, uh, everybody's uh, favorite conference, I guess, in a way. Uh, exciting games every week. So, uh, without further ado, let's get into Alabama. Crimson Tide, uh, Luke was just mentioning off the air. Um, do, do you see any any weaknesses for this team? In, in ten and a half, just seems like a, a almost a lock to me to go over. Uh, what are you guys thinking? A couple interesting stats about the SEC before we uh, dive into Alabama. Uh, six out of the last ten national champs have been from the SEC, um, so that that tells you about the power in that conference. But they are they are very top heavy, and I'm going to throw one out to you guys. Now, not top twenty five, top twenty. Top 20, coaches poll, top 20. What conference has the most teams in the top 20? Oh. Who, what, what, what are people going to say right away? You would imagine the SEC, but yes. no. Is it them? Nope. Oh, okay, because I wouldn't. I, in the top 20, they only have they only have three. It's, Not in the top 25, they have five. It's the Big, Big Ten. Ten. Nope. ACC. ACC. It's exactly right. Oh. ACC, Clemson's four, <laughs> NC State's 13. Pitt 16, Miami 17, job, job and Wake total guess. 19. Good job, Job, and Jeez. you say you don't See, follow this stuff. Even dialing in. <laughs> I thought that was a shocking stat that uh, – that, that, uh, Give them had, a few weeks to those when they start doing those playoff rankings. The SEC will have 20 teams in there. Like, they'll just pound. It, guys will be voting for uh, Florida and Auburn to get in just to – I feel like that the, by the end of the year, the SEC strength of schedule is so high because of all those teams that are ranked. The, but the only problem with the SEC is they beat each other up. That's that's the yeah. only. Uh oh, I just spilled my uh, beverage. Uh, that's the only problem with the uh, SEC uh, that they play very difficult schedules. But anyway, I yeah. want to throw that out before we dive into Alabama, the Crimson Tide. Our boy um, Nick Saban. He's up West here. West Virginia zone. He's up here on our. Uh, on our on our wall of fame uh he 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 was gracious enough to send us a picture uh, uh you think he really autographed that absolutely <laughs> we even got his number yeah, he actually did because and he I, sent his card too I, so I, I, I could call we could call him yeah we'll call time. him he, he's a fan of uh he his picture's on the wall down at muriel's down there in fairmont too oh, so I he th- knows a good restaurant when i he think finds i one. think i think saban's a down-to-earth guy i think he's just a cool guy he's yeah. got a lot of west virginia roots I think he's a cool guy, and I bet if I bet down the road, if he had some free time, and we said, "Hey, could you come on our podcast?" and we're West Virginians, we're just trying to build. I bet, I bet Saban would give us five minutes of his time. I, I, I really think, believe that. But I, anyway, it's very possible. The tide, the tide. What? Yep. It, here's my here's my take on the tide. Here's what I want to tell everybody: bet them in the first half. Yeah. Over the t- or I'm sorry, against the spread. Right. I love them. If you follow Alabama, they 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 put the the, the pedal down early. Right. And last it, year was a kind of a, a, a hiccup for them. It they was. did not it was. cover it many because the year it, before that they covered almost every, every half. Every game. The books They're, couldn't put them high. Thirty five nothing. Quarter quarter half. Thirty five yep. nothing. And right. the, and then they and sometimes the other team would cover. Right. Because they would end up winning forty two right. fourteen. Because I don't think Saban wants he to humiliate. He most of those guys were his old assistants. And, and most Saban of them. doesn't give a shit about running a score hey, up. Except for the one game, I'll tell you right now, Texas A and M. If he gets a chance oh, to run it up gonna, on he's them, load he'll score eighty if he can. Yeah, and like Luke said, who who do you see on their schedule? I mean, who do you see beating them? I, I, I thought mean, two games they could potentially lose at Ole Miss and then maybe the rival game against Auburn, and that's 
saying something because Auburn's not very good. Uh, yeah. I, I I don't think anybody else can beat him. I think they'll demolish Texas A&M. I think he'll be. He's probably preparing for that and game that's right home now. Too. Yes, they they have revenge, and then mouthy Jimbo who hasn't won shit in his life. He, he's he's thinking he's gonna talk down to the big dog. So good luck, I, there, I mean, Jimbo. He's, they're they're a two touchdown plus favorite in every game. Right. Oh, for sure. Easy, yeah. And 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 you look at their lineup, the, the All Americans they have is just it's the, unbelievable. The, the draft picks that I, I don't know how they're going to lose. I mean, I know, like you said, Matt, uh, eleven and a half is. <laughs> Or ten and a half mostly. I mean, that's, or, I'm yeah, sorry. You, you I'm sorry. Get 10, to eleven. I'm yeah, sorry. I mean, ten, ten, well, I have it at eleven. I mean, so. I don't. I just don't see any way that they don't get there unless, obviously, unless they would have injuries of yeah, some I mean, sort. But even that. I mean, he even said that last year was a rebuilding year, and people are people that are close to the program saying this is the best team they've ever had. If that's even possible. I, um, I mean, I, I you cannot play them under eleven. No, you, well, you can't do it. It's, no, it, it you're you'd just, be, you'd yeah. be just you're, you're silly just, to you're do. You're wasting something your like money. That. So, but it's tough to bet them. Over eleven, if they have one hiccup like they did last year against A right. and I mean, they got like Luke said, they got Will Anderson back. I mean, he yes. might be the best player in the country. They got on the defense. Best, they I got mean. the best player on defense and best player on offense right. in the country. Yeah, and so. Bryce Young and Will Anderson. And then we forget it. They got Eli Ricks, the cor- uh, transfer from LSU, the good cornerback who could be a first round pick. Absolutely. They get. They also landed Jermaine Burton, who was Georgia's top twenty twenty yes. receiver in yards. And then they get Jameer Gibbs, who is the all purpose yards leader last year from Georgia Tech. Yep. It's just it's yeah. never ending with yeah. that embarrassment of riches. So. Yeah, I I, I was looking uh the the top 10 nfl talent out of the top 10 four four of them are from alabama yeah the top 10 nfl talents that they coming out this year yes four out of the top 10 are from alabama so i mean defensively they're going to be unbelievable you know offensively that's yeah what are you going to say now and I could see them in, uh, in in Georgia again. Yeah, slugging it out again. Now, yeah. Ohio State throws a little caveat in there, but yep. besides those three, uh, yeah, uh, they who, might stand alone right now. It really, it is. Yep. So I, I mean, yep. Uh, so we're all in in unanimous like, decision on yeah, Bama. It's huh? like it, it's like uh, if you talk about Alabama, it's uh, it, it, it's like Captain Obvious kind of stuff. You know, it's like yeah. It's like uh, everybody knows how good they're going to be. So, yep. I, so I don't anticipate anything uh, to go wrong unless they have injuries, but they, they have depth too. So uh, pound the tide and the quarters and the halves, I think, is the I best say. advice. I think that's, that's they're probably due say. to bounce back. And, uh, and obviously 10.5 or 11 if you get that. Um, if you can get 10.5, yeah. if you can get 10.5, I'd say pound that over. Absolutely. I pound it, but I got it at 11, yeah. and I didn't do anything with it because I, I just – one hiccup and right you, you yep you push but it's worth i guess it's worth it because the least you would do is push but you know i i i if you can get a ten and a half oh i'm saying lay it heavy yeah absolutely all right moving on to the uh defending national champs here that's not very often when the national champs don't get talked about first i guess in the conference but uh georgia bulldogs coming off an unbelievable season last year uh they pretty much uh, did everything right they were awesome uh, but they were depleted by the nfl draft which happens when you're that good uh they they should be good again a lot of new a lot of new faces especially on defense uh the win total 10 and a half for them as well um i thought their schedule i thought came up very easy so i think that works in their favor so yeah, what the, do you guys think the only the only the only games i see maybe that that they could could struggle uh with is maybe maybe florida uh, a little bit, and then they got to go to Kentucky. I think that's a dangerous game at Kentucky. Yes, yeah, I, I agree. I that think was the game. If they serve, I think they'll probably beat Oregon. I mean, Oregon's still not a bad yeah, team, but yeah, I think they I, should beat them down in Atlanta. Uh, I I thought that they win the rest until maybe Kentucky. 
But they get Sanford, South Carolina, Kent State, Missouri, Auburn, Vanderbilt all in a row. I mean, there are there. You talk about some some chances to get well real fast. They're they're going to be just crushing those teams. Luke, yeah. what are you thinking? Um, I think this team is going to be really good. I mean, Stenson Bennett, he just he. I feel like he's a quarterback that can just get the job done. Especially yeah. that tight end room is deep with oh. Eric Gilbert, Darnell oh, yeah. Washington, Brock Bowers. Yeah, that Bowers dude yes. is just a badass. The secondary is really good too. That's going to be the leading part of that defense. Yeah, because uh, they lost so much with yeah. the linebacker and D line areas. But yeah, I, I I expect them to be very good. And I do. I and, and, and on uh, on opening Saturday, I am definitely betting Georgia over Oregon. I I think them. Yeah. I and mean, that line I, keeps going up a little. Yeah, I think bit. it's up sixteen. What yeah, is it? I, I've seen a seventeen, seventeen. Yeah, and a half, I, I so. think they'll. I think they will hammer Oregon. I don't think Oregon will have a chance in that game. So I'm. I'm. I like Georgia. Uh, game uh, week one. Yeah, seventeen uh, and a half, coach. Seventeen total, and a half. Total fifty-one. Eh, I don't like that hook uh, much. I, yeah. I I could see it being, you know, a thirty-one fourteen game. So that hook right. could and a backdoor cover that scares me a little bit. But I am going to bet Georgia. Uh, in week one, what with Oregon, I think they will. Uh, I think they'll absolutely roll Oregon. I think that line is so fishy that, that, that and honestly, they might beat them by like thirty to forty. I, I, I think you might be right, but I think the reason is that is just because of the new guys for Georgia. I, I do think that's being taken into account, and even though it's not on their campus, it's in Atlanta, so they're going to have a, a very, very big uh, home field or home crowd advantage. So yeah. I, I would expect. I I think I think Georgia over ten and a half. If you can get it, is a really good bet. I uh, agree with that, and, and I definitely wouldn't recommend an under uh, in, in in any capacity. There, their schedule is just too easy. Um, they they can probably just play average and win a lot of these games. So, yeah. um, yep, I think uh, both those teams uh, probably. If you had to pencil win the SEC championship, That's, you probably lean Bama Georgia right out of the nah, shoot. So. I would say put your money on that. Too. Yep. All right, moving on to uh, another guy from West Virginia, Jimbo Fisher. You guys don't Texas like this team. I, I'm not a no, fan of this guy. I've neither. never liked him at all. Look, you hate him. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm I not think a fan. that he's overrated. I don't think he's really won anything. He, he had the one year he had Jameis Winston. Uh, other than that, Luke, I'll turn it to you. I don't find this team very good. Eight and a half wins is their uh, their season win total. So, listen, this is the issue with Texas A and M. Like I said, I say it every week. They have a quarterback battle with three people right now. Sure. You, you got to name a quarterback. It's just it, it's not going to work like that. I mean, I know they got Max Johnson transfer from LSU. They got some recruit uh, recruit. They had a five star quarterback come in, but it's just not going to work. So uh, they had a great recruiting class, but. And um, I, Jimbo Fisher can't win big games. He's known for that. And I don't yep. think he'll ever win a national championship there for, until he's there. And uh, uh, A&M heavy under. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I, I, and if I, honestly, if you look at their schedule, their schedule is very, very difficult. Uh, yep. Week three, they got your Hurricanes. Yeah, yep. I mean that's going to be that's going to be a tough, be a big test for matchup for them. They got to go to Mississippi State. That's mm-hmm. that's going to be a real test. I I look for Mississippi State to beat them there. And then uh, you know they got to go to Alabama the next week. Uh, yeah, so how's good that? Luck. How's good that? Luck with uh, that? Yeah. And then they got to got to go to South Carolina. Right. That's not that won't be easy. No. And, and they, then at Auburn. And then they got to go to Auburn, and they got LSU at home. Right. So their schedule is very very difficult. I I, I I'm with you guys. I, I I got the number at nine. I think I don't see I, them reaching I, nine. I think uh, one just from my perspective, being someone who who books bets. Uh, Take a look at these Texas A&M numbers each week. They they have a very inflated power rating, and as Luke just mentioned, that quarterbacks a, a, definitely a concern. And when you have a carousel like that, it could take them a while to stabilize. I would be jumping on dogs uh, with points in some of these games. I know it's tough to take Sam Houston or Appy State, but um, 
I, they'll be they'll be probably close to a touchdown favorite against Miami, maybe five, five and a half, maybe if there's a little respect to Miami, depending on how bad they beat these teams, if they look like they have a quarterback candidate that's emerged. But take a look at teams. When they get into the SEC schedule, look at trying to take some points if you can get like three or four touchdowns in the hook because I I think that, that A&M's power rating is going to be much higher than it actually should be based on the personnel they have. Uh, so I, that's my advice is uh, take advantage of some of these bigger spreads than, than you would think. Like right now, some of the games of the year, uh, they're, they're laying seven and a half against LSU. I don't know how good LSU would be, but I would consider taking that right out of the gate if you can get it. It's the last game of the year. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I expect Texas A&M to be okay because of talent, but but not not one of the top teams in the country. By I, I would not be afraid to take App State getting uh, 18 sure. against uh, yeah. A&M either. Yeah. App State has a has – a, uh, uh, a history of, of pulling Plain. an upset. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, they beat Michigan at, right. at Michigan uh, like three years yeah. ago. At the big uh, house. Yeah. Yes, at the big house. And, and they are traditionally a very uh, tough yeah, they're well coached. Uh, yeah, and then so just fundamentally, I wouldn't. Team. I wouldn't hesitate to take App State getting eighteen points uh, against A and I agree. I, I think if you can get that, yeah, it, it, if you can get it to seventeen in the hook or higher than that, to yeah. take it if you can, because I think it's worth a shot. Luke, uh, closing thoughts on the Aggies under? Just people take it under, man. <laughs> under eight and a half. Yes. Uh, I, I would. I'd be leery of that, but I. I mean, if I had to pick, I would say under. I had them between six and eight. I thought just their talent. They they may go on a run later in the year, but I. I'm not thinking that they can hang with a, with a Georgia or an Alabama. So we you. shall see. They may prove us wrong, but, uh, you know, that's what's fun about doing this. Yep, you can absolutely. Just make your predictions and see how they turn out. Uh, moving on to another team that I'm not uh, I'm into. excited to talk about Tennessee. Tennessee Volunteers. Luke, go ahead. Start us off. Well, I mean, I know uh, I know the quarterback, Hendon Hooker, is uh, he's good and all that, and they got the USC receiver, uh, Brew McCoy, transfer. But this defense is atrocious. Yes. First of all, their fans are frauds. US, uh, Tennessee, they're just a bunch of frauds. Uh, they always will be. They'll never be relevant ever again. They just need to get over it. Yeah. They, throwing stuff on the field, they're a bunch of babies. It's just, it's. I just don't like Tennessee. The bad look, uh, sour grapes, so they say. Uh, what? Do, I mean, there's other ways to phrase it, but yeah, they they have they've been a program and. Chris, who was here watching the show, uh, he always mentioned when they got rid of Philip Fulmer, this program just just went downhill, and they've never got back that luster that they had. Yeah, and some some people say it, taking uh, Hooker uh, at, at I think he's eighty to one for the Heisman yeah. wouldn't be a bad little uh, play. Uh, and and Luke, you mentioned him. I, I think he's going to be very good. Yeah. Uh, but I've never been a Tennessee fan ever. I, I just I struggle to bet him. I, I don't do well with them. I I, I just I, I see them. I see them not getting eight wins. I, I really do. They yeah. gotta, they got to go to LSU. They play Alabama. They got to go to Georgia. They got to go to South Carolina. They they play Pitt. They got to go to Pitt. They got to go to Pitt game two. I, I they play Florida. I don't see them getting the eight wins. I really don't. Yeah, no. And that Pitt game they played last year was a, was kind of a shootout. I think it was like seventy five points in the game or something like that. So that could be a good game. Uh, I, I just thought this team was just not buttoned up enough. I I, yeah. I just don't trust them like Luke was saying and like you were saying, Coach. Uh, Heupel's, uh I think he does a decent job getting talent, but um, I don't know. They just feel like they're missing some key components yeah. to me when they play. I don't trust them betting them. Um, I, I just like Luke said, the defense is just. You can't count on them. Uh, I, so I, I'm, I'm anti-Tennessee. Uh, I would stick uh, with the under seven and a half, or just pass on them. Yeah. Um, any closing thoughts on the Vols? You I, don't, you don't like the song Rocky Top, do you, Luke? No. 
I, I do like that song. <laughs> that I do like. Cool. I, I do like the song. I do like their end zone. Yes, so, I agree with that, Coach. So, so I do. I do like both of those things, but I don't like their team. The yeah. only good thing about Tennessee is the colors. Yeah, I yeah. Do, yeah their uh, I think that's good. all colors. Yeah. Got, they used to have a good women's basketball program yeah. there. Uh, Kelly Jolly's back coaching now, so that's pretty yeah. cool. She's an alum. So, uh, moving on to another team that you get mixed uh, thoughts on this team: the Arkansas Razorbacks. Some people like them, some people hate them. Uh, what are we thinking on the on the pigs here? Any anybody seven and a half win total for the pigs? Uh, they they were nine and three against the spread last year, so they yep. were very solid against the spread. So. Um, and I think they're I think they're pretty good. I I I, I first game. What a, what a game! First game. That's yes. gonna be a great game. Cincinnati. Yeah, that's 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 coming that's, to their place. And uh, they're they're uh they're a they're a, like a touchdown favorite in that game. I believe the last that I that I looked. Oh, uh, is it is it up that high? Yeah, it was getting pretty high. Oh, I like yeah. them. Do you, are you on Arkansas pretty good, Luke? Yeah, I like Arkansas a lot against Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati okay. lost so much, and I think that was a one year. They just had one good year. Yeah, and. and you know, besides Alabama, they got to go to BYU. They got to go to Auburn. Uh, Liberty could be a question mark in the middle. Liberty's, yeah. Liberty's, you know, that could be a test for them. They got them at home, but you know, look at SEC. You're going to always find tough games in there. So I, I, right. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I like Arkansas a little bit over that total of seven wins, but I'm not sold on. Yeah, I was kind of. In the middle on them, uh, yeah. six to eight wins. I thought they could do. I would, yep. I would stay away from betting interest. Um, yeah. I'm anxious to see that Cincinnati game will be a good test uh, for both of those teams to see where they come out, and then they get a couple easy games, and they got to take on AM and Bama back to back. Good yeah. luck with that. Yeah. So, <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, that'll, that'll uh, yeah, yeah co- Coach Pittman better be uh, preparing extra. I like him though. I yeah. think he's a yes. good dude. He's a, he's yeah. A, I think he's a great coach. I think he gets a lot out of those guys. So I like them over that total a little bit. Yeah, they'll probably be one of those teams that, that it's going to hang around in some games and can definitely knock yeah. some people off. Uh, you know, they got LSU and Ole Miss at home uh, late in the year. They could probably win one or, or both of those games, I guess. But uh, yeah, keep an eye on the Razorbacks. Uh, none of us feel great about anything about them, but uh, kind of good anxious. quarterback play. Yeah, kind of just wait and see approach on on Arkansas. Yeah. Moving on to Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss uh, again, another team kind of get. Very, very mixed reviews on them. They got good talent. Uh, Kiffin's kind of finding his his legs as a coach now. Uh, dangerous team. I mean, they they've tested Alabama in recent years. Yeah. At least they've proven they can score. Uh, it, it just in their defense is expected to be much better this year. So, Luke, uh, you have any thoughts on the Rebels? Um, they did uh, land USC's uh, transfer quarterback Jackson Dart and that running back from TCU, Zach Evans. They're both highly recruited out of high school, and I expect them to be a big key part of the offense this year but again I'm gonna go back to the defense it's just such a big question mark why I, I wouldn't take anything here I wouldn't take the over or the under just because of that def, uh, defensive you, question mark. have you seen anything because I have read that they've supposedly improved but like we said with Texas A&M that doesn't paper doesn't translate into results so. yeah yeah coach uh it, it, um, if Ole Miss can get out of the gate if they they if they can get by uh Kentucky in uh game uh five, five yeah uh, there's an there's a chance they could be six and zero going Absolutely. into going into Auburn, and be, if they could beat Auburn, they could be seven and zero going. Now they right. got then then, then they get then murderers it gets, row. Yeah, then they got to go to LSU. Uh, they got to go to A and M. Then got Bama. And then they got to go to Arkansas <laughs> and end with Mississippi State. That's so, a really tough ending of the schedule, yeah, right there. So so they better they better you know come out six and one or seven and zero going into LSU. Right uh, or or. That is definitely going to be right. an under. And if you can get them six and zero, you got a decent shot at the over seven and a half uh, that they're posted right now. You know you need to win two games, 
But that's easier said than done, as we just went over. Those last five games they have are all games where, uh, well, they'll be favored in a couple of them. But uh, just, yeah, tough games. Not not going to be easy to put up W. Are you guys so. Lane Kiffin fans? Yes. I'm mixed on him. He's grown on me a little bit. I didn't used to like him, but um, I've, he's grown on me. He relates to kids he, uh, these days really well, so I think he'll recruit well for, uh, yeah. for a while. Yeah, I, I think he's got a good thing going there. He's done a nice job. I'm glad he's sticking there because, you know, every time there's an opening in a, a nice, uh, better weather place or a bigger city, he's always talked about. So he's sticking there, uh, you know, the living in Oxford, I'm sure, is uh, interesting. But, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it should be interesting to see how the Rebels do this year. Uh, you know, Matt Corral's gone, so they right. got to replace him at quarterback. So that's that's going to be interesting. Yeah. To see how that, that works out. So I don't know. I that That's that. The the first part of their schedule is going to tell whether they can get past that, uh, get over that that win total. So that Dart kid, is he going to be their QB? Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, so he's pretty highly touted, but um, I don't know. I guess we'll see what he can do. Uh, he's coming to the big time now, so yep, coming yep. out east and uh, yeah, yeah, he's going to have. Uh, but he'll have some games early in the year to get him get yep. himself going, get himself settled in. So all right, moving on to oh boy, <laughs> Luke's yeah. LSU, the Tigers. Ooh, uh, Brian ooh. Kelly heads down south, practicing his uh, southern accent, yeah. uh, which is really weird. But uh, yeah. Luke, got to start with you on this one. What do you What do you think? And honest thoughts on the Tigers? Uh, win total posted currently at seven right now. All right, listen. I I like the addition of quarterback with Jaden Daniels from Arizona State, but they did lose four starters on the offensive line and a secondary that is depleted. But this team, I mean, their schedule is their schedule's not easy. Obviously, if you're in the SEC, but their schedule's not easy. And I don't think I don't think he'll um, be successful down in SEC country. I just don't think he's a he's the coach to be in the SEC, especially at LSU. That's a winning program. I know he did a lot of good things for Notre Dame. He won down there, but I just don't think he doesn't have like I don't know. I just don't think he's an SEC kind of coach. So yeah, I don't like you, Brian Kelly. You you, you did it, you did it wrong. You just you went out on a wrong wrong way. Just you shouldn't have did that to our players, to the university. It was just wrong what you did. And I hope you watch this, and I hope you feel bad. And, and I hope he watches it too. I think yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool. great. But, uh, but we we're gonna leave it up to uh, Jeff and Luke, diehard Notre Dame fans, to see what we do with. Uh, Brian Kelly's autograph picture back here that he sent to the Pine Room. We we don't know whether we're going to burn it or let Champ use it as a plate with his 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 chip and dip. I like that one. I'll let him use it as a plate. <laughs> can use that'd, it as that'd a, be more. We could dis- put a target on there and do some uh, paintball shooting oh, at it or something. Yeah, that'd be more disturbing though to watch <laughs> Champ see if eat, Champ eat a hell of a dip on on <laughs> Brian Kelly's head, <laughs> his nose. <laughs> yeah, I I think. Um, I'll take a little different point of view on this. Uh, I I think LSU um, is always has players, so it, it's going to matter if he can relate to him and if he can get anything out of him. Um, I, I do think he's a good coach. Um, I, I expect LSU to be a little bit better than people think. I'm anxious to see where people, where bookmakers will have them um, spread wise early in the season. Uh, that that to me is a very interesting. Will they get the respect that they're LSU and Brian Kelly, or will they be taken lightly and saying, well, their roster's kind of getting overhauled? Uh, I'm anxious to see. I'm, I'm thinking if Brian Kelly as an underdog was always a dangerous thing, so I think uh, it, pay attention to those spreads. I'm not saying there'll be dogs in, in well, against in the first game, probably yeah. not, and then you know, obviously the second game. But it, it, whenever they're a dog, I, I'd keep an eye on them. Uh, Kelly, I, I had a note, 28 and 10 uh, ATS as a dog, so. That's that's strong. Uh, so keep an eye on those spreads, and, uh, and we'll see what they do. Game Coach. one, game one's going to be interesting uh, yeah. for both those teams to see yes. how that plays out. It's uh, 
I believe that game's in New Orleans. And yes, yes, two and a half, right? Yep, two, yeah, and, two and, and a half is what I'm seeing so far. And, uh, and, and Florida State, I think, is going to be improved. Uh, but that's going to be uh, that's going to be all eyes are going to be on Brian Kelly and how like Luke said how he's going to do in the SEC. So yep, I I, I look for that as a, a measuring stick, maybe a little bit for how uh, that team's going to be, you know, because after that they got they got Southern, which they'll obviously win, but then they got Mississippi State, they got to go to Auburn, they got to go to Florida, um, so uh, Arkansas they play Alabama. I mean, I don't know six and a half. What do you think, Luke? Uh, I I just they don't they're just deple- I know they recruit a lot of athletes but they're just depleted in some areas that are like really important like the offensive line the secondary I mean those are two very important positions as we know but I'm I'm gonna stay away from that one because obviously you got everyone's gonna think that I have a biased opinion just because I don't like him <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna stay away from that one I won't give any I, I would lean to the over for them um I actually have heard a lot of pro betters giving them out as an under so um oh as an yes, under as an under under seven uh I'd lean to, to the over just a little bit not I don't love it by any means. But I think uh, their first, they could start the season out maybe six and zero oh if some things break their way. But uh, yeah, I'd lean over if yeah. anything on, on yeah, them. Okay. But uh, moving on to the Gamecocks of South Carolina, this is a team uh, I, I don't, I can't get a handle on this team. I haven't for a couple of years. I, I just, I can't figure this team out. If I bet them, they get their ass beat. If if I don't bet them, they they play great. Uh, I, I don't know. You guys got any any insight on this team? I, I couldn't find a whole lot. I like them. I think uh, I think Rattler. I think he's a good bet for Heisman. I know it didn't turn out last year, but uh, they also his tight end who was there last year, Austin Stoner, Stogner, whatever you say his name yeah. is. Uh, he was good for it. Uh, one of his main targets last year. He transferred with them, but this offensive line did allow 31 sacks last year, and if they can't get that fixed, then I don't like them at all. But I think he's a good Heisman bet. I, I just I think he's still good, and just he just had a rough year last year. That Rattler, that is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I think there's a good case to be made for that. I. I, I looked at their schedule. I thought around between five and seven, right where their win total was six. Uh, yep. I, 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 like I said, I can't get a gauge on this team, Coach. They're they're going to be a dog in six uh, of their twelve games. Uh, so obviously, Vegas set the number right right where sure. you don't like it to be. It right. makes you uncomfortable. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm not heavy on South Carolina either. I've I, I, they've never been good to me in the in the betting world, but. If I had to bet them, I would bet them under the total, mm-hmm. under their total of six. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not sold either way on. Right, it. and like and like you just mentioned, uh, Vegas put it right right around uh, the six, uncomfortable but number. It, but here's a word to the wise. Again, we we hope that you learn. If you're if you're just new to this, if you, just try to learn uh, a little a little bit each week. Uh, so we try to give you little tidbits. But remember, they have to put these numbers up. You don't have to bet them. So if you don't feel yeah. good about it, don't, don't feel like them. you have to. So please remember that. Uh, Self control. Yeah. Take it from two guys here who struggle with that on a Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, I was just gonna. Say- Say don't don't be like us on a Saturday yeah. and, you, and you have to bet every game on the book. Don't charge your phone, let your phone die or something, just so you don't bet any more than you need to. Uh, stay away from teams like South Carolina unless you really feel good about Pick it. Pick out your couple big SEC loves and lay a little bit on them, and then right. either lay off or just fiddle around with the other one just right. to have something to root for. Each you week. don't have to bet it. So, all right, moving on to uh, this is a team that I really really like, uh, Kentucky Wildcats. I do too. Uh, very, very too. high on them. Uh, the only thing that worries me about them is is they are getting a lot of hype from yes. people, uh, media-wise. Uh, many people mentioning uh, they love them over the total. They're talking about upset victories over teams like Georgia. I, 
I don't know if I'm going to go that far yet, but I do think Mark Stoops is a good coach. I think this program is going in the right direction, and I thought that they had a good defense, and they're starting to show some signs of being able to score a little bit. Luke, uh, thoughts on the Wildcats? Um, Will Le- Will Levis will leave us whatever, but yeah. uh, he's a first round caliber quarterback. Yes. Um, just they did lose Wandale Robinson to receiver position, and uh, they have a good running back in Chris Rodriguez, but. Losing three offensive line starters is going to hurt, but I I agree with you guys. I'm I'm high on Kentucky as well, and I'm I'm actually glad they're a team that usually don't expect to be good in the SEC. But I'm glad we have a newcomer in the SEC that might take over as a, a team that might be relevant in the years coming. Yeah, that that is exciting to see a new team, a new face other than Alabama or Georgia yeah. uh, coming up and coming. Uh, like I say, Stoops has done a good job, and uh, yeah, he's got to keep up with Calipari down there. Yeah. Uh, well, so you know that's not easy. Coach, thoughts on well, the Wildcats? after Calipari pissed him off <laughs> yeah, and said no, uh, the this basketball. Is a bad Basketball yeah. school, yeah. I'm sure that that didn't sit well. Uh, <laughs> that didn't sit well at all with uh, with Stoops. But I do think he's a good coach. Yes, I think uh, I like Kentucky also over the win total, even though they've got a well, just like everybody else, they've got a trying schedule. They got to go to Florida. They got to go to Ole Miss. They got to go to Tennessee. They got Georgia at home. They got a uh, Mississippi State at home. But that, that's like Mississippi State's definitely a winnable game. Uh, Florida's definitely a winnable game. Tennessee's definitely a winnable game, so they could they could go nine yeah. and three. I mean, they don't have to play Alabama. That yeah, helps. right. They uh, could go nine and three. I, I I thought it was interesting, and I'm again I'm not advocating for this, but I thought fifty five to one to win the SEC. Uh, you never know. Maybe they get to the championship game somehow. Yeah. Things break their way, and then uh, you, you're in a position where you can either hedge, like we talked about several yep. weeks ago, uh, and try to lock a profit in with whoever they're playing out of the other side, but. Uh, I don't know. I I I get a little bold with them. I I think that that they have a high high ceiling. So um, I I think we're all kind of on top of Kentucky here. Yeah, I agree. I, I'd recommend a, a a look towards that over of eight uh, if you can find it out there. Uh, I I agree. With eight that. and a half is a stretch uh, to get to nine, but uh, I I like it. I think I think nine because you but the eight you get a push if if they weren't able to get to it. And, so and well. I think they push for at least second place in that in that in that side of the SEC. Yeah. I, I I look for them to be to be in the hunt, and I they're going to be a fun team to to watch and to cheer for too. I I like them. Agreed. All right, moving yep. on to the Florida Gators, the once proud Florida Gators. Uh, they've fallen on hard times. Uh, this team still gets players. They always have talent. Um, any thoughts on, on the Gators? Any 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 good feelings, Luke? Uh, um, Billy Napier, I do like yes. him. Yep. And uh, also Anthony Richardson, I'm not sold at him and on, on at the quarterback position. Yeah, it doesn't it seem like Florida has not had a good quarterback yeah, in right. so long. Exactly. They struggled to have anybody to even. I mean, they had the what's his name. Uh, Oh, a guy that I I was Tebow? No, no, after him. Uh, just a couple years ago, he went to the Falcons. Uh, uh, I, I was against him every week. Uh, shoot, I'll think of his name eventually. I just don't think uh, this team just – the defense allowed 27 points per game last year. And like you said, they're always known for quarterbacks that can run, and they're horrible at passing the ball. Yes. So it's – yeah – I don't know what that, but it's kind of a question mark with them. If that defense can step up, they they have a chance of pulling the uh, over. But I don't know with them. What do you guys think? I I I think Napier's a good coach coming from Louisiana. I mean, but this is a big step up to to him. I mean, he's never been in games like this, and he he doesn't get him get a, any favors done to him by the previous coach who scheduled this game against Utah to open up. Yeah, in right. The swamp. I mean, I mean yeah. Utah, Kentucky to start the year. Yeah, yeah. That that's a tough start. And then the fourth game's at Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, we're not sold on Tennessee, but still. Right. When you got to go on the road in the SEC, you know that's 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 three out of four very difficult games to start to 
uh, to, to start the season. So I, I, I'm not sold on Florida. I don't, I'm not a Florida fan at all. Yeah, seven seems seems high to me. I went through. I thought maybe five wins they could maybe get to six. Seven is a is a big stretch to me. Um, I agree. I just I I don't know. I don't see enough. I, I'm not saying Napier's bad. He he could improve them. They could be decent by the end of the year. But uh, that's a tough start. Uh, I think getting going zero and two to start the year is a, a very good possibility. So I, I, I would pass on Florida. I don't I don't love them. Uh, Florida just, man, it used to be a really good program, and uh, it's fallen on hard times. But we'll see if Napier can get him on track here. Yep. It might take him a year or two, but, uh, you know, watch and see. Uh, I agree. Moving on to another team who used to be pretty good, uh, buried down in the rankings here, Auburn. Uh, boy, oh. this coach right here of Auburn, uh, he he's the favorite at most books that have it listed for first coach fired, so that's not a good sign. <laughs> Brian Harrison? Yes, not a good sign. Not a good sign at all. Uh, I don't know. Auburn, uh, you know, I always liked them uh, just from a fan standpoint. I always thought their field was cool. I thought their pageantry at their games was pretty neat. But I, I find it tough to get excited about this team. Um, well, they lost uh, lost the last five games of the year, their last four regular season in a bowl game. The, the good news is Bo Nix is yeah. out west. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you hated him, Luke, didn't you? No, actually, I, I think Oh, you like Bo Nick? No, Matt, you didn't like him. Oh, yeah, I, we just beat on Because he just, he just in the big games, the he just made so many mistakes on the road. Yeah, exactly. He, he couldn't go into hostile territory and do anything. When so. he was in Auburn, though, he looked like a Heisman quarterback. I thought he was going to be better than he did. I probably was one of the people saying, look out, Bo Nix is going to be really good. And, yeah, on the road, a totally different guy. Uh yeah, I, listen. If you look at their schedule too, I mean, again, uh, schedules are tough, and you know it's always the SEC's uh, always a grind. But man, you look at their schedule. They get Penn State is one of their out of conference right. games. <laughs> That's no picnic. <laughs> then LSU. They got to go to Georgia. They got to go to Ole Miss. They got to go to Mississippi State, and they got to go to Alabama. Yeah. And they got A and M at home. That's, That's a fun. that is a that is a very very difficult. Difficult schedule. Yeah. So I yeah. I, I I don't know. I yeah. don't see them. I, I don't see them uh, getting over their win total. I, I don't know what you guys. Think, no. But. I I think even their even their home field advantage at uh, Jordan Hare Stadium's kind of been taken away from them in yeah. recent years. Luke, Luke, what do we know about them quarterback wise? Do we have any idea who the, who's going to emerge as their guy? I don't. I just know the only highlight on offense is Tank Bigsby. He's he's yes, good. He's, he's a, pretty good. He's a really good running back. He'll run through you. But this defense, they're always known, I feel like, having a good defense. This defense just allowed about three touchdowns per game last year. So I think defense and running the ball will try to get them through some wins. But quarterback, it's just – I'm reading – do you know this kid, uh, Texas A&M transfer, Zach Calzada? Yes, is, is, Zale, is it, is it Zale Calzada? Well, it says Zach. But oh, I mean, it could be a misprint. Yes, he, he wasn't horrible at A&M. Yeah. Uh, well, but, if he's – I said, I think, one week – or maybe it was this show uh, about AM. They haven't had a good quarterback in years yeah. either. Yeah, so right. I don't know. I don't know if I feel very good about Auburn, but uh, it'd be nice to see Auburn be decent because they are. It is a fun time to watch a game as the mower cranks up here. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Welcome to the outdoors. Uh, all right. Moving on to. <laughs> we got birds, mowers, yeah. dogs barking. Everything. Hey, it's, it's football season. The, wind, the smell's in the air. Job's it's cool out here. Head, For the gets, first time, I'm not sticking to the stool job here. Gets, job gets frustrated, all the distractions. Yeah. He's a perfectionist. Took our poor dog in the house. Yeah, Evie <laughs> was just protecting us. So who we who we moving on to the Bulldogs, Mississippi State. This is the team. Uh, it's team. close to Nick's heart here with his buddy Mike Leach. Does he still like 
Mississippi State? Well, it depends. He gives them out. Remember that game he gave them out? They scored two points in the game as an over. Was that an over bet? Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was poor Nick. He well, gets I think beat he on. Still, I think he still likes Leach. He, he's, a, yeah. he's a big Mike Leach fan. Sure. Uh, I don't but, know. I, I think it's make or break year for Leach here. I, I, I haven't seen enough out of him yet. He's been good. He, he's been okay. I, guess. I don't even want to say good, but I don't know. Six and a half posted win total for them. Uh, I found it too tough to call. What say you boys? Uh, they got Will Rogers, the quarterback position. He's solid. Wasn't he a cowboy? <laughs> you probably don't even know that reference, Luke. Sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> but they do return eight starters on the defensive side of the ball, which is very key, and especially in the SEC. So uh, I like that, but I there's just not enough to know about them, about the over-under. But I do like Mike Leach. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he, he, he at least brings a little bit of credibility. I just found it weird about their games. Like, Coach, did you notice some of their games, it would be like one week they would play tremendous, yeah. and then the next week they were complete no-show. Like, it was like they weren't, they didn't even game plan. It was weird. I, I don't know. I, I found too many too many holes like that in, in, in their performances. Yeah, well, and, you know, they lost to, uh, they lost to Memphis. Uh, right. Then they got, then they got uh, beat by LSU. Yep. Then, then they turned around and beat A&M. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like exactly what you're saying. So, I, I'm not sold on him, and then according to some uh, some metrics, uh, they have the toughest schedule in the country. So yes, I've it, heard I've heard many people say that. Yeah, uh, so if you look at their schedule, man, it, it is murderer's row. Yeah, I that mean, you first could, game will be interesting against Memphis. Oh yeah, and, you know, and you got to go to LSU, and then then Bowling Green, but then you got A and M, Arkansas, at Kentucky, <laughs> at Bama, Auburn, at Ole. I mean, they're yeah. they're, they're very difficult. Too. Yeah, in Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, I, very difficult schedule. Yeah, I, I I would lean toward the under if I had to yes. make a, a choice here, the six and a half. I just think I, that's they're really going to have to take a, a step up uh, offensively and in just more uh, consistency wise, just being able yes. to show up each week. Uh, any any closing thoughts on the Bulldogs, Luke? No, I I would I agree with you guys with the schedule. I would probably take the under as well. Yeah, so we'll see what Nick says. He'll probably be telling us to bet Memphis in that first game when they're uh, laying. Well, they'll be laying some points against Memphis. That'll be uh, Memphis might be somebody to keep an eye on in that game. I, that could be. Yeah, if they're, if they're getting fifteen, be a good if one. Memphis getting fifteen, yeah, if it gets uh, pushed might... over two touchdowns, yeah, I think yep, maybe yep. take a shot. All right, winding down here, uh, another <laughs> team has been a struggle since they. You gotta wonder what the president and, and people involved in Missouri, Missouri oh were thinking when they came to this conference. Oh, boy. I mean, it's a shame because Missouri was actually doing pretty well out in the Big 12 country. They were okay. Yeah, they, they had some decent teams. They don't belong in the in No, the, in no, this, they don't. I, it's it's evident every week. I mean, they're, 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 there's a definite uh, difference in talent level there. So, uh, yeah, the Tigers are up against it this year. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on them? Uh, they did lose their starting quarterback to Indiana, which is pretty sad that you lose him to Indiana. <laughs> right. But Tyler Beatty, the all-purpose yards leader in the SEC, they lost him as well. But they did do welcome a five-star receiver in Luther Burden who can hopefully t- uh, help out with a lot of them yards that they lost last year. So uh, I don't know about Missouri. I mean, uh, they're just uh, no quarterback play again. No quarterback play, you're not going to do good if you don't have a good they, quarterback. Have they had a good quarterback since Chase Daniel? He's been in the – Drew Locke. Oh, jeez, yeah, I already <laughs> forgot about him. God. Well, I guess uh, two, oh, that, you're going to be dependent on Drew Locke this year for your Seahawks. Though. I think I actually think it's going to be um, – oh, my God, Geno no, Smith. No, really? Pete Carroll said he's the clear <laughs> starter right now. <laughs> oh, Luke, oh, I'd be <laughs> retracting that. On the scroller here, you can see Luke's uh, overpick maybe – Seattle, but uh, coach, what are your thoughts on Missouri? Uh, Five I, and a half win time. I, I, this is going to be, you're not going to believe this, but I'm looking at their schedule. I, 
I think they're going to – I think they could get over five and a half just looking at their yeah. schedule. Uh, I mean – if they, they, Do you they, think that Kansas State game is going to be a big that, one? That's, that's going to be the key game, I think, to, to see if they can get over – that five and a half, because they should beat Louisiana Tech, but you never know. Yeah. And then Abilene Christian. And Vandy. And and, and, and then they have New Mexico State. Uh, they got Vandy. So they they might, if I was going to bet them, I right. would probably bet them over yeah. the total. No, I would agree. If I had to make a pick, I would probably say over two, because yeah. I feel like there's a better chance they get to six than they, they yes, stay at four. Yes, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Well, that that should be uh, another one to watch there, Missouri. I, it, teams like Missouri just you know, baffle me every week. You yeah, just you can't ever get a read on no. a team like that. I I don't know. Well, maybe we'll see. Uh, uh, what's the coach's name? Drinkwit. Drink. Yeah, something. Uh, yeah. But he's like Drinkwit. Seen his third year. Eli uh, Drinkwit. Yeah, don't know much yes. about him. So uh, he's nine and thirteen ATS in his time there. So he's got to get working on that if he's gonna he's gonna please us. So uh, on to the and last the Commodores. The, 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 the Doormats, the smartest hey, school in the in the, the league. They but. open up in week zero at Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. This game was interesting to me, uh, just from a, a line standpoint. Uh, Vanderbilt opened in this game minus two and a half. Now it's up to seven. So uh, that's 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 interesting. They're giving seven. Yes. Oh my. Yeah. At, well, Hawaii. Uh, I don't know Hawaii if you've heard. Be. They've had a lot of turmoil in the program. Guys leaving, and I, I'm yeah. still not betting for Vanderbilt. <laughs> no. my, well, no Vanny laying seven. You don't feel good about that. No. They, they haven't won an SEC game since 2019. Oh. When's the last time you think they laid seven in a game? Boy, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, even oh man, I don't know. Yeah, because I had that on there is is a big uh, a steam move uh, that I thought was was worth keeping an eye on. Uh, it just, I yeah. don't know. They scored almost under 16 points per game in the SEC, and then they also gave up about 40 points a game. That's not going to work. No, and, and and like Coach was saying, the schedule. I mean, look, at Hawaii and Elon, maybe they go 2-0. and oh. How about that? If you got them over two, you start out, you need one more the rest yeah, of the boy, year. You be, you hey, be. but then week three, though, is interesting now. Wait if Sam Hartman is not playing in that right. game. Wow, that could be interesting. Uh, maybe they can get there. Uh, I don't know. Doubtful. Nor- Northern okay. Illinois, I think they'll beat them. Well, Northern Illinois is the best team in the MAC, yeah, so right, I, I, that yeah, would worry yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Plus, if it's cold, and uh, I don't know. I, I thought that at first, too, but then I remembered that Northern Illinois it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, Commodores uh, could be could be a tough go for them, but we'll, we'll see. You wow. know what? That's my heavy steam, actually, just looking at their schedule. Vandy over is my pick of the, Ooh, pick of the year in the SEC. Wow, I like that was it. Like Vandy me giving Kansas, that was like me giving hey, Kansas so, over. So here's the question. Who wins more games, Vandy, Duke, or Kansas? Ooh. Vandy. Kansas. <laughs> Go Commodore. Nick, Kansas. All right, and I guess I got to take Duke then. To, All right. Yeah. And my, my, best play in the, uh, my best play in the SEC is Georgia week one well yeah week one over uh laying the 17 over oregon that's my yeah best and part. my and my pick is uh kentucky uh over their winter over their winter I, I, I really like that a luke lot, so and you give it vandy vandy go yeah. commodores all right yep. all right we'll be back in a couple minutes and we're going to talk about the nfc east dallas cowboys oh boy here yeah. we go oh my papers blew everywhere reminder Better's Last Stand is for informational and entertainment purposes only. All wagering activities should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, contact 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. You're watching Better's Last Stand. 
All right, welcome back into Better's Last Stand, uh, episode five. I'm going to talk some <laughs> NFC East as Coach gets a refill. Actually, kind of this weather feels like it's yeah. about that time. And say, beer, need one. Yeah, everybody yeah. running to the icy cold cooler over there. Uh, real quick, uh, remember, uh, follow us on social media at the Pine Room Podcast. Uh, contact at the Pine Room Podcast. Email, email us your thoughts about the show. Again, we've got a lot of good feedback about this uh, Better's Last Stand show, so I'm really happy about how it's gone so far, and we'll keep getting better. And if there's things you want to talk about uh, from a betting perspective you're not sure of, uh, please, please reach out uh, to the show and uh, let us know what you're thinking. Uh, check out the, the pineroomshop.com where you can get all your Pine Room swag, your Better's Last Stand shirts, your Champ Signature shirts. Job's always hard at work. Uh, increasing our offerings on that, so check that out. We're at Generations on Wednesday, 6 to 8, with uh, high school football, so be sure and come on out and uh, grab a grab a sandwich, get some beers, uh, enjoy the high school football talk. Should be should be a fun night there. Uh, uh, thanks again to Lauren the Better. We had her on last week. It was really fun talking about uh, her and Coach going head-to-head. They got a bet, a side bet, and UCLA under and over. She's under. He's over uh, eight, and they're uh, betting a Fresno State shirt if he wins and a Pine Room shirt if she wins. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that as we get closer. Uh, should be should be fun. Uh, we really enjoyed that with Lauren, and we wish yep. her all the best. Absolutely. And we got Tony Chiazza coming on here. Uh, as soon as we wrap up here, we got to change sets and uh, move to our bigger set and uh, get uh, one of the most uh, – Renowned officials now in the NCAA. We're excited yes, to talk really. to Tony here, a local uh, local guy who's worked hard and worked his way up the ladder and um, has worked a ton of NCAA uh, big-time games, um, all the big conferences. So we're excited for that, and we're going to talk a little uh, NFL, Matt. Yeah, yeah, NFC East, uh, always a popular division just because of Dallas. Uh, you know, Washington at one point was good. Uh yeah, Philadelphia's up and coming, and the Giants are the Giants. So, anyway, uh, jumping right in, let's go to Dallas. Uh, posted win total 10 for the Cowboys. Uh, they're plus 140 favorites to win the NFC East, 9-1 uh, to one to win the NFC, and 20-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I would never, ever, ever bet this team in any capacity. Yeah. Um, I think Mike McCarthy's one of the worst coaches in the NFL. Uh, <laughs> and I think it showed. Uh, they had 17 penalties in the preseason game after yes. leading the NFL last year. Actually, it was 20. Not to miss, it was 22. Well, they accepted – or 22 actually called on them, <laughs> yeah, and they exactly. accepted 17, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's really, really bad. So, I don't know. I, I'm way down on Dallas. I, I still think they, they maybe could get the, their 10 wins uh, – I think this team is totally dependent on Prescott. Um, I think that Zeke Elliott's overrated. Uh, I don't know. Defense is okay, but I just have no faith in McCarthy. If I had to make a pick about them, I, I do like C.D. Lamb. Uh, I like his his numbers, his touchdowns, yes. and his yardage over. I think he'll be a workhorse for them. So, uh, thoughts, guys? Um, um, go ahead, um, go ahead, Luke. I think actually, I got a little hot take here. I think uh, Tony Pollard should be starting over oh, Zeke yes. Elliott, in yes. my opinion. I agree. Was gonna say um, that. But also just losing – Gallup won't be there at the beginning of the year. Right. Recovering from that ACL injury. Losing Mari Cooper to the Browns. Yes, big uh, loss. They do have a good tight end. But uh, just the defense, losing Randy Gregory. I just – the Cowboys always choke. They actually, they do. They always start off good. Then they always choke in the playoffs or they just won't make the playoffs. So, I, actually, I think they'll start off 0-2 with the Buccaneers and Bengals to start the season. So, I agree. Uh, I think the we although I, I will say I when we talk about the North uh, the Bengals they could Burroughs Burroughs got some lingering issues with his appendix so I think they might the Bengals if you're going to beat the Bengals it might be early on but we'll yeah. see Dallas I have no faith in coach what say you 
Not, I'm not a fan of Dallas. Never been a fan. I, these guys take Zeke Elliott high in a fantasy draft. I've always faded him I heavy. Can't, I, I just don't think he's. Uh, that, I don't think he's worth it. I, I, I don't like him. I, I, I think Dak is good, but as as Luke said, losing those receivers, I think. Yeah. I, I think they're gonna I, not struggle, but in that division, that's not a very good division. Right. All I, they got to do is kind of tread water, yeah, but yeah, and they still could get over their total. But I have no confidence in Mike McCarthy. I think he's one of the most overrated coaches. I thought that was a weird hire for them. I feel like the guy just—he's basically robbing a bank every time he gets a paycheck because he—he just—I don't know—he won one Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, but that was pretty much Aaron Rodgers, not him. But I don't know. I'm down on Dallas. I, I don't love them. I, like I say, C.D. Lamb would be the only guy, and I, I do think Prescott's all right, and they'll—they'll they'll, they'll live or die with him because if he goes down, they—they they might not win two games. They—they're—they're going to be really bad if 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 Dak gets hurt. No, no. Uh, who's their backup quarterback? Do we know? Oh, Cooper Rush, though. I just looked at it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. God help him if that happens. So, all right, moving on. None of us are real high on Dallas. Chris, what do you think of the Cowboys? I think they're the best team in that division. Okay. That's not, that's Chris says they're the best. I, I don't know enough about it, but I'm mad. Matt said he likes Philly. Chris is more of a high school guy. I like Philly's a, talent, but we'll, we'll talk about them in a Chris moment. Chris is a heavy high school guy. Bellsville. Yeah, he's huge. He'll be at Bellsville next week. Make sure you say hi to him. Bellsville Blue Devils. Yeah, right? yeah. Blue Devils. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Moving on to the uh, Brian Dayball takes over the New York Giants. And uh, Giants have been uh, – Really bad the last few years. Uh, I feel like they got some roster upgrades. I thought that they drafted really good. I thought that Thibodeau guy was really good, and then they yes. got the Neal, the offensive tackle from Bama. Yes. I feel yeah. like those are upgrades. Uh, I and, still don't know about Daniel Jones. What and then if Saquon can stay healthy, yeah, that's, he's, that's, that's he's the other thing. Why, I mean, do, why do these teams draft these running backs so damn high? I don't, uh, I don't uh, get it. They don't hold up. I, I, I don't know. Don't feel good about them. I think their defense will be improved. Uh, Wink Martindale's their uh, defensive coordinator, former Ravens guy, so – should bring a, l- a little credibility to them. Uh, they are win total seven right now. Division uh, odds eight to one, 60 to one to win the NFC, and 130 to one to win the Super Bowl. 100, percent in my opinion, they finish fourth in that division. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think there's any doubt about it. I, I just think yeah. they'll finish fourth in that division, especially if Barkley doesn't last. Right. If if he lasts and Daniel Jones can have a decent year, they may challenge. Uh, they may challenge the Eagles to. And their skins to get out of the yeah. cellar, but I, I think they'll be fourth. I had their range between four and nine. Yes. I, I could, yes. Luke? I like their over, honestly. I like Thibodeau. I think he'll be defense player of the year, in my opinion. And also, I heard Saquon's having a really good uh, preseason. I heard that, right. too. And right. I also I think he's just he's just waiting to have a great year. And I think he'll actually, I think he's a good bet to be a, a, a touchdown leader, a rushing yard leader. I think he's going to have a breakout year this year, especially with new offensive linemen. And also, I'm high on Daniel Jones. I think he gets I like disrespected. Daniel Jones. I and like Daniel Jones. But someone who robbed the Giants is Kenny Galladay. He sucks. <laughs> I was just going to ask you about what you thought about their receivers. So Kenny Galladay, he's got a gun and a ski mask yeah. on Fridays when he gets a paycheck. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I can see that. Um, I don't know. I think the Giants will be a little bit better, I, I, I do think. Uh, question marks, obviously, with Barkley. Uh, defense improved. O-line improved. Brian Dayball is a good coordinator, but can he be a head coach? We'll see. Yeah. All right, moving on to the Philadelphia Eagles. They're the they're the hot team in this division. Right. They're they're getting a lot of, of hype right now, and I think they got a great roster. But I am not sold at quarterback at all. Yeah. Uh, fantasy wise, I think Jalen Hurts was good. But yeah, I had him. I had him by default last year, and he was incredible. 
Yeah. I mean, he was incredible. I, just, I don't know. I don't think he can throw the ball down the field, but my goodness, the weapons this guy's gotten. And oh. they add Jordan Davis in the middle of the defense. Yes. I mean, goodness. Uh, Phillies, nine and a half posted win total, plus 160. They're the second choice to win the division, 11 to 1 to win the NFC, and 22 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I had one bet that I did like here. I like Jalen Hurts over 10 and a half interceptions. I think that's a great bet. And I'm not saying he's terrible. Uh, but I think they'll throw the ball a lot more than they than they have in the past. So agreed. Uh, he had nine last year, so I think ten and a half. And they got guys. He's going to be forced to throw it to these receivers. They got so uh, thoughts, guys. I like their schedule as far as over the win total. I think they're. I think they'll go over the win total based on their schedule. Their schedule is not very difficult. Uh, I can see them. I, I see them winning. What what is their total? Uh, nine got? and a half. That's right what I thought now, it was. Yeah. Nine and a half. I can see them winning eleven. Or 12 games with the schedule they have. So I, I like them. As you said, they got tremendous weapons to, that they added to, for um, Hurts. I'm, yeah, I mean, I, they bring in A.J. Brown, and they already had Devontae Smith, and they got Goodert, the, the tight right. end. Or Goddard. Goddard. He's I, good. I, I, like, I like them, and I, I'm a bigger Jalen Hurts fan than you, Matt. I, yeah, I, I don't I, think he's bad. I just feel like the, the unproven. We'll see. This is his year. If he can't get it done this year, then they'll move on from him. And they do got uh, they do got Sage Boy. Don't they have him as the backup? Garner Minshew? Isn't he their backup? Yeah, he's not he a is. bad backup. No, I like him as a backup. Yeah, so. I lost. I lost money on him though because of say. Yeah. I I, I, go I like though. the over though. Honestly, I mean, I think I uh, do too. I think Devontae Smith's a great bet to be uh, yeah. like one of the top five in receiving yards. I think he's got a breakout year, especially with the key on uh, AJ Brown. Issue here, in my opinion, is running back. They got a lot of running backs, but they don't have an yeah. established Sanders, running back one. He always is. Hurt I actually, too. I heard is it Miles Gain? It's like Gainwell. Ken- Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth, Kenneth, yeah. Kenneth Gainwell's. Uh, he's getting uh, first team reps right now. Yeah. So Sanders isn't even first team. So. They get they did get uh they got Darius Slay and James Bradbury the two corners. Yeah, That's no, solid. they upgraded. Really I had good. both those guys highlighted too. I think I, I think they 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 upgraded at their slot corner too with that uh, Hassan Reddick too. So. Yeah. Um, I I do think the Eagles are the most talented team in this division. I, I and I I could make a case for them. Uh, it's just going to depend on Hurts if yeah. he can be if he can make the plays in the big games. That's gonna. I'm anxious to see. They got Nicobe Dean too from yeah, Georgia. Yep, That's, yeah, yeah, wow. Another I guy I've kind of forgotten that. about. He Forget. dropped to the third round. Yeah. Uh, you know, just a great leader. Just Chris, overall, you like the Eagles? really good player. Yeah. <laughs> Chris says thumbs up on the Eagles. Well, what's Matt said about Mike McCarthy? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, moving on to our final team. Uh, they'll, they'll always be the Washington Redskins. I agree, me, and so. I'm calling them the Redskins. So, anyway, Washington shit. Commanders, Redskins football team, whatever you want to call it. Uh, this is no longer the 92 Redskins with uh, Mark Rippon, Art Monk, and uh, Gary Clark and uh, Ricky Sanders. And, so, and I think one of the other things the Redskins have lost, no, the Commanders have lost, they used to have an incredible home field advantage. Yeah. At RFK, they had an unbelievable. Did you see what field. their preseason tickets were? Was it awful? A dollar. They could oh, get really? in the yeah. game for a dollar. The fans have given up on. They've it. given up. They've yeah. quit. They've and, and, and my uncle, his brother, it will die tell hard. You, they, they've given up, and he I, said that's the worst thing. They don't even hate the, the uh, Snyder anymore. They've just given quit. up. They and, just don't and, even and, care and anymore. That, that's that's the. I remember reading an article about the Pittsburgh Pirates when the, the fans will go from diehard fans to the upset fans right. to don't care, yeah. and when you get into don't care. Uh, Area that's dangerous. Yes, because then they don't they don't even bitch anymore. They just don't come. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And and, and that RFK home field advantage was. I've been to games over yeah. there against oh. the Cowboys, Giants, oh. Eagles, and I, it was all the people dressing up like the hogs and all the, that the, stuff. The, the, yeah. I, literally, the stadium was shaking, and yeah. I'm not lying. I I just would look around and say, "Oh my God!" And they had it. They had a, a definite advantage, which they have totally lost. 
uh, just yeah. because Snyder was talking about moving the team to Virginia. And yeah, it's yeah. they got all kind of off the field issues. It's a shame. Um, obviously a once proud franchise, and it's it would be nice to see them uh, bounce back. And, uh, and you know, an interesting fact about them: the last two years, they've started out two and six. Yeah. The last two years, yep. And I look at their schedule again, and and if they start out. If they start out like that again, they're they're going to be yeah. the same as they've been. I, I have a, a, a different take on this team. I I like this team. I uh-huh. I think their defensive line is absolutely phenomenal, and they could really be dangerous. Still worried about quarterback with Wentz, but uh, we'll see. Sam House putting some pressure on him. Um, Wentz is a little bit of an upgrade for them. Uh, and if he can play back the he the way he did his rookie year, you never know. But uh, I, I would lean towards the over with Washington. I think that's probably going to be one of my favorite bets uh, in this division anyway. Not sold on Ron Rivera. Find him to be plain and boring and just not a guy that wins big games. The uh, gambler. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why they call him that. But uh, <laughs> yeah. well, no, no, no. Why they call him Riverboat? Yeah, Riverboat Ron. Yeah. Riverboat Ron. Yeah. yeah. And well, Luke? Um, I don't know with this team. They just didn't add enough, in my opinion. I mean, they were yeah. solid last year. And just, I mean, Curtis Samuel and uh, Terry McLaurin are going to be good. But Terry got his paycheck. Now, he could care less, I feel yeah. like. So, uh, I don't know. Just They got they drafted two kids from Alabama, the the Mathis, the defensive tackle, and then uh, Robinson. But I don't know how much he'll even play. I think their D-line's awesome. And I'm I don't I'm not a, a young – what's his name? Chase, Chase Young. Young yeah. yeah. He's really good. Uh, if they stay healthy, they were hurt a lot last year. And I think Gibson. Yes, I think their 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 line could cause some havoc on some of these quarterbacks in this division. So I'd keep an eye on the Redskins. I I, I like them to over their eight. Uh, if I had to make a pick, Chris, what do you say? Yeah. <laughs> Chris in, gives a yeah. In, in, in depth. Yeah. In-depth uh, analysis uh, one there. One thing I did notice is they're 0 for 7 on their last seven Monday Night Football games. <laughs> so that's not good. But uh, that also goes into the stadium. They, the people don't care. They don't go they don't to the care. games anymore. They don't care. Uh, it's a shame. You can get into the game there for a dollar the other that's, night. That's, uh, that's pathetic, that's actually. That's sickening. Yeah, all right, guys. Uh, let's wrap up the East here. A- any last thoughts? Uh, I think my best bet for the East is going to be uh, C.D. Lamb over on touchdowns and yards if I was going to make a pick. And I also liked Hurts over 10.5 interceptions. What are your guys' best bets I'm, I'm here? I'm taking the Eagles over their to- win okay. total. Eagles I'm taking uh, Saquon over yards and touchdowns. Saquon over. Ooh. Okay. And, and you can see our, our picks rolling on the scroll here. We'll add those to them and uh, follow them as, uh, as the uh, season goes on. Those will be fun. Hopefully we'll have more wins than losses up there. And uh, – yeah. You know, we're, we're looking forward to I can't uh, wait till you guys start giving these Pine Room picks again. Jarrett helped me out this week. He he picked a couple of Oh, games, yeah. So no, I'm, I'm we got to get going on those. No, I'm getting I, we, ready to get we were 9-8 and eight this week, Jub. So, not and, bad. And, we, and, we were a little ahead. So Jub, what's your feeling on uh, the whole the whole football coming up? Uh, it's going to be a blast. <laughs> uh, and do you, look, do you look for anything uh, in particular to happen this year? A uh, lot of upsets, a lot of dog winners. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So you're saying five I, four offense? No, five two. <laughs> oh, five, five two, two defense. Front. Oh, I was thinking about a double play. All right. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying hide the women and children. Look All out. right. Yeah. Thanks to job behind. Yes. The, thanks behind to the job. Camera. Thanks for Chris for the thanks support. Thanks for Chris for the pizza too. He brought us yes, pizza. Chris brought us dinner. We got to go get ready for Tony. So you're watching Better's Last Stand. I uh, hope you enjoyed. We'll see you next week here in the Pine Room. See ya. Peace.